Good afternoon, Anchor Fam. It's your boy Joe. I'm here getting over that midday hump. Boy, I don't know how y'all are doing out there, but I am on my second cup of coffee. That's what's powering this episode today. Nice cup of Joe with a little coconut oil should do the trick. So, I'd like to thank everybody for joining me today. Got a really special mid-afternoon episode today that I'm bringing to you. Actually, have the opportunity to bring a guest into a uh, remote studio. Um, So, I'd like to welcome a good friend of mine. You've heard him. uh, You've heard him call into my show earlier today. We've done some communicating, and just by chance, the powers at B led us together today. So, without any further ado, the founder, the creator, the main content provider of the Radio Free Rat Race podcast, my buddy, your friend, Lane. How you doing, Lane? I'm doing well, my friend, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. I feel very special, very welcome into this lovely and plush remote location that we have going on here. I feel very comfortable. This is nice. We got leather-bound chairs, ambient lighting, hot coffee, cold water. Is this oak? I think it's mahogany, actually. Well, I was looking into that before you came in. I knew you'd be interested. I am a wood guy. Yeah, well, coming from my background in the lumber industry, you know that I, too, am a wood guy. But before we get rolling, before we get rolling, I want to talk about sponsors. Of course. Now, before you came in here, we had the water, we had the coffee, we had all kinds of accoutrements set up, but our sponsor provided us with the most delicious thing I have ever eaten in my life, and that's Tide Pods. Joe, what do you think of eating the Tide Pods? You know what? I was a bit apprehensive at first. Um, My teenage daughter had been showing me these videos of people eating Tide Pods, Mm -hmm. and I didn't get it. You had a wonderful spread here. It's like cream cheese on a hot dog. I couldn't believe it. It's unbelievable. They go down so smooth. The pop, the fizz. The finish. The The finish is very clean. Yesterday, my wife filled the Instant Pot with Tide Pods and onions, and the whole family ate it. My my daughter, my four-year-old daughter, she must have ate three or four of them. Oh, that's beautiful. It... the, The best thing about it is, you know, five or six hours later when you're in the restroom, that's just a delightful experience. Everything... I mean, throw the toilet paper away, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Tide Pods. Thank you very much. And I will say, everything is sparkly clean down there. So, uh, that's all the sponsors we have for today's show. Unfortunately, we are just getting our feet wet with the sponsorships. We will have a few more um, as time goes on. We're looking into some avenues. People are really picking up what we're what we're doing here, and I think uh, the collabs between Lane and I will definitely drive up the demand and bring in some high dollar, high value sponsors. Oh yeah, high tra- high traffic stream here, um, especially you know in the future when I'm not completely worn out from work. In case you guys don't know, I'd say it's a balmy 38 degrees and pouring ice cold rain. When I haven't been standing out in that, I've been getting yelled at by rude customers who have no idea what they're talking about. Tell you what, man, I had a banner day. I, too, work in the customer service industry um, outside most of the day. Had an early one. It's been long. It's been hard, but I am off. That's what she said. (laughs) For a short period uh, before I go into my second customer service job, which is my Lyft driving by night. 
Do you so, even lift, bro? Oh, that's the first time I've heard that one. Oh, good. But custom, my customers today haven't been horrible. <laughs> I, I had a whopper. I got the mothership of all customer service. Just nightmares that you could ever dream of. Well, that's great. We're going to get right into that in just a second. All right, Lane, let's hear it. Customer, bad customer experiences, what was yours today? Well, um, mine was from the with a customer aspect. All right. I had this guy roll in at about 11 o'clock. Uh, we'll have to change his name to protect him. I don't know why I would do that. He doesn't deserve it, but um, <laughs> he comes in, he sits down with me, he says he's got a stack of drawings he needs me to go over. He needs me to show him how to get it ready for the galvanizing process, not to bore everybody with the technical stuff. All right. So we, we sit down and this guy, first of all, you, you gotta know this guy. He cuts to the front of every line. Uh, when people see him coming in, he they run for cover. They're like, oh God, Mr. X is here, I gotta go. And the other thing is he's got this really brusque East Coast attitude. Hey, hey, Joe, how you doing? Thanks for letting me have me on my podcast. Uh, really grateful to be here. Uh, and that's how he talks. All right. It's really, it's like stuffing a cheese grater down your pants and running a marathon. So about 45 minutes into this, he's trying to explain some of the stuff on the drawing. Only instead of explaining it like a professional, he's miming it to me like a child. He's using his hands like this around. Oh, you see, it looks like this, and then there's a thing here, it does this, and it goes back, and none of it is any kind of actual relatable stuff. He's babbling. Give me pertinent information, please. Exactly. All right. And eventually, when I'm looking at him like, man, are you speaking English right now? He goes, is there anybody around here that, that knows what they're doing, <laughs> that I could talk to, that, that understands, that knows anything about fabrication? I go, buddy, I've been doing this for six years. I think I know what I'm doing. And he goes, well, obviously you don't because you can't figure out what I'm trying to tell you. And I go, you're not telling me anything. You, you're up here. He had a pipe cleaner. And he's like, yeah, it looks like this. And he's building me a model like a, a little kid in, in second grade with some Play-Doh, like trying to build a snake. Did you even come prepared for this talk, buddy? It, it was ridiculous. The stack of drawings he had was as thick as a phone book. So he keeps, we sit, we sit down, we continue sitting down, and it's, it's 1230. It is a half hour past my lunch break. I'm getting hangry, and this guy won't turn it off. He won't turn it off. And finally, he just keeps saying, you, "You're never gonna get this. I don't. I don't know why I'm wasting my time with you. I, I, I don't, <laughs> don't know what I mean. I don't know what I'm even doing here." So I've never done this before in my entire life. I stood up, and I'm sure that I turned completely red because I was mad. I don't. This is the kind of mad that I don't get anymore. This is like young man mad. Okay. You know? If I didn't need this job to feed my family, I definitely would have busted his face open because he, he's just a completely disrespectful human being. And I said to him, and I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I said, listen, we can sit down and we can get this done and you can talk to me like a grown up mm -hmm. or we can go outside and get it done that way. Either way, you're not going to tell me I know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about again. Or you're not going to do any business here, one way or the other. Right. And you should have seen this guy back off. 
I couldn't believe it. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm about 185 pounds, and I look about as intimidating as a wet cat. So I really wasn't expecting that re response when I puffed up to this guy. But what what Lane isn't telling you is that he's six foot four. So when he stands up, he stands all the way up. Let me tell you, six foot. All right, whatever. Don't embellish. What so what <clears throat> what happened to you today? What nightmare customer ex customer service experience did you have today? You know, I hate to rag on companies as a whole. You could change the name if you needed to. I'm not going to. All right. I don't care that much. Don't and take that business away from me. <laughs> this company needs to be knocked down a peg. I keep trying to give them opportunity after opportunity. So Starbucks, man. Buck Stars. No, we'll take that out in post. Oh, don't oh. attack them. They're a mom and pop store. They need every dollar. My bad. My bad. So, Coffee Giant. Could be Tully's. I think the cat's out of the bag. You know, I got hooked on this uh, nitro cold brew. Mm -hmm. So I go in. There's like five stores in Seattle that sell it. I find a store. I get in there. I order my drink. I ask to use the bathroom because they got to have a code if you're living in Seattle. To use a bathroom, you need a code. It's ridiculous. The homeless population has taken over public restrooms and there's no way to keep them out unless they have a code. That's a rant for a whole different podcast. That's that's two solid hours worth of material. Take it from me. After I had my gallbladder removed, I was driving truck back then. And I can't tell you how many times I had to go in, I need the code, I need the code. Why? I ate a cheeseburger. I need the code right <laughs> Did now. Did you buy something? I will. I will buy whatever you have. Just give me the code to the bathroom before we need to clean up on aisle two. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm in the Starbucks. I go to the bathroom, wash my hands, uh, come out. Drink should be poured. This is a Starbucks, uh, a coffee chain. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. This is a coffee chain that was empty. It's midday. Nobody's in there. I was gone for two minutes. They should have been able to have my drink. I go to the end of the counter. There's nothing there. I sit down. Baristas talking, yucking it up. Mm, millennials. Won't even look at me. Damn kids. I'm there for three minutes. Three. That's ridiculous. I stand up. Look over at them, nothing. They nothing. avoid me. Stonewall. I say, excuse me. They said, is there something we can get for you? I said, yeah, the drink I ordered five minutes ago. She goes, oh, the iced coffee. We gave it, we put it out. I said, no, I'm a cold brew with heavy whipping cream. Oh, oh, our, our bad, our bad. Look at Starbucks. I mean, this coffee giant has this habit of waiting, of stalling. My drink literally takes 40 seconds to, to make because it's pre-made. You pull the tap, you get your drink. I should be able to do it myself, but for some reason, they gotta make everybody else's Vente Mocha Frappuccino What's a Cola, I don't even know. And I can't get my dang drink for five, 10 minutes, so I'm used to it, whatever. But bad customer service, encounter number one. I'm, I'm skeptical about how this segment is gonna go over in Uganda. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna relate to the struggle. You know, 
they might have a better chance. You know, I'm not even. I was gonna go political. I'm gonna avoid that today. I think that was a fine decision. <laughs> Probably uh, not in today's hot button environment. Do we you know, tackle anything like that. I'd like to make friends on Anchor, not enemies. That's right. So I'll wait for my political uh, jabs for later, for another time. Well, the good news is. Dear listener, whichever political view you have, that's exactly the same one that we have. It is. Yeah, we're 100% on your team. We're either Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or whatever the guy that smokes the pot is. We're him. Green Party. This is Washington. Welcome to Washington. Verde for all my Latin friends. Politically flexible. Political flexible. I, I, I'm just. This is what we're doing. No, you want to go? You want to roll with the rest of the show with the Spanish translator? Because I can do that. (laughs) Mira, see, no, I don't have enough vocab for that. Well, um, so tell us about your other bad customer experience. So for lunch, I hit QFC. QFC is a food grocery chain that is, um, you know, it, it, it caters to the high-end customer. Not, not Whole Foods high-end, but, you know. Soon to be wholly owned subsidiary of Amazon. <laughs> Just yeah. like we all are. It, exactly. So I go in, check out their deli, and they've got this... Uh, this uh, anti-pasta pasta dish. Now, if anti-pasta and pasta collide, do they explode like Star Trek? Yeah. They, they explode, they implode. It's basically a black hole of the deli. I see. Yeah. Continue. So I, I look at the chick. I'm lo- well, I'm looking at the dish. For those of you to, that don't know, I don't eat pasta. I don't eat things that contain grain. Uh, it's a personal choice. It's not a health issue. It's just something that I do. Um, we'll talk about it later. I'm first sure. I've heard of it. Yeah, I bet. So I asked the lady after looking over this dish, excuse me, is there pasta in this anti-pasta? And she says, no, it's anti-pasta. Okay, because I'm looking at the ingredients. It's not listed. I'm just looking at the food. And I can't see any pasta. I see salami. I see pepperoni. Bell peppers, mushrooms, olives, green olives, and uh, and onions. And cheese. And I'm like, this is perfect. I'm going to get my grub on. It's going to be great. Yes. Sounds delectable. She serves it up. Mm-hmm. I asked for a half pound. $7.99 a pound. I want a half pound. I'm not trying to spend eight bucks on my lunch. I don't need that much food. I don't want to buy that much food. Half of it's going to sit in my truck anyways. She serves it up, sends me on my merry way. I get to the cash register, $9. $9. Was she that far off on her measurement? That's over a pound. Over a pound. Couldn't now, believe it. Now, how old How old is this person that served you double what you ordered of this uh, pasta, anti-pasta, stellar salad? She is upper 50s. Upper 50s. Okay. She's of the generation that looks at me and calls me a lazy slacker. Mm-hmm. 
walking around like you rent the place, right? That's right. You know, uh, nothing good will ever come out of my generation. No. Even though she parented my generation. But we're the ones to blame. Whatever. Well, it's it's something like that. You know, either she's done, she's just waiting for the Reaper to come. Uh, <laughs> kids are out of the house. They don't call her as much as they used to. What was her name? Did you get a look at her name tag? Was it Maude? Was it was it probably Mitch? Dolores. Dolor- God damn Dolores. Always like, Dolores. Everywhere I go, Dolores is giving me trouble. And the kids are gone. They don't call her. The grandkids hate her because you know what? Her house smells like cigarette smoke. Non-stop. <laughs> Marlboro Reds. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. How did you know? See, you know Dolores well. What can I get for you? <laughs> hey, sweetie. You know, they don't let Dolores work at Whole Foods, a wholly owned <clears throat> subsidiary of Amazon. That's why Whole Foods is obviously a superior product to QFC. I will say this about the beatniks that work at the Whole Foods that I frequent. They never mess up on my request. They hit the nail on the head every time with the weight. Well, I've heard fruitarianism is excellent for your for your mental focus, for your acuity. When you just sit under a tree and don't eat anything until something <laughs> falls off of it, it, it makes you a lot smarter than the rest of us. You know, Lane, we uh, we talk all the time. Oh, for a little behind the scenes, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Lane and I do spend an unhealthy amount of time on the phone together. Um, but we, we rarely actually see each other face to face. And Lane, I got my hair cut last week. I was going to say something, but I didn't want you to question my masculinity. It looks... I mean, you, you look stunning. You really do. Well, thank you. I feel like that's a little bit forced. I had to prod yeah, okay. the cow a okay. little bit here. Um, so I am. I, I, I accept it. I thank you. I'm glad you think it's nice, but um, I'm still hurt a little bit. No, I for those. I, that's fine. See, I came prepared for this little eventuality. I thought you might say that. Uh, oh. I got you flowers. Oh. Huh? How do you like well, that? see, now I just feel like a see, horse's patoot. I didn't say anything about your hair because I had the flowers and I knew you'd get mad. Oh. But then I could, now you can't be mad. I'm not mad. Anymore. I'm not mad. That is sweet. You are too kind. Take those home and give them to your side chick. I... <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. She gets mad. <laughs> she does. She does. So, you know... Uh, Behind the scenes, while we're pulling the curtain back here, I want to say one of the things I like about Anchor, which you introduced me to, thank you, I'll be grateful forever. You're welcome. Um, I like the background, the bed music that we get to put in afterwards, and we all know what the most awesome track is on there, right? I think we do. That's right. It's called Compton, Compton. and it is not a subtle ripoff of the next episode by Dr. Dre. It is... Blatant. It is right out in front, straight up hood. It is everything that is Dr. Dre. Um, and I love it. Of course, I had to go ahead and and bump it. Uh, I've used it almost exclusively. 
Over on Radio Free Rat Race, we have two or three episodes that are just segments of complete emptiness and Compton just on complete re- repeat, so I can freestyle in the car on the way to work. That's brilliant. Yeah, no, it really works out, but I, I wouldn't describe it as hood. It sounds like if Dr. Dre was adopted by like a 48-year-old white couple named like, like Terrence, and and like Dory, you know, <laughs> and and they're like actual doctors, oh, and uh, he got hold. On. Which is the male and which is the female in that scenario? Both of those names are total gender un- neutral. Totally, you know, one male Dory. I know one. You know of one, and he's a colleague. <laughs> Take that, Monson. <laughs> Little Seattle nod. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I think that that is a um, pretty, pretty toned down version of that beat. It sounds like if he was really into like jazz fusion as opposed <laughs> to gangster rap, which all Dr. Dre is anyway is just somebody that liked old funk tunes. That's right. Yeah, he slowed him down, put a drum beat on him, and now he has more money than God. Well, those 808s, they hit. Yeah, and well, they hit they hit the deepest parts of the hurting soul of the inner city child. And you know what the problem is now is the formula doesn't work for us because if you and me we go down to the studio, if we go out and just look at tunes from our youth, you know, from the '90s, right? We're just gonna be ripping <laughs> off all the stuff that Dr. Dre already ripped off. So it would be like P Diddy ripping off people who ripped off other. People? Right, it's a copy of a copy of a copy. It's not as sharp. All right, Bad Boy Records, here we come. Yeah, we're coming. Woo! That was good. That good was time. that was nice. I like that. Yep. Um, first of all, takeaways. You walking away with anything from this podcast? Our, our first collab mm-hmm. in studio together. Monumental. Absolutely huge. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, Mantle and Maris, you know, uh, Biggie and uh, Cheeseburgers. Well, <laughs> you are the saxophone to my Kenny G. Sweet, and put me in your mouth. <laughs> so, uh, takeaways for me um, was uh, the learning experience. Uh, I found that the way the Anchor app works on my phone is different from the way it works on your tablet mm-hmm. because of some publication things going on. Makes it a little convoluted. Yeah. Oh well, we'll I, figure that out. We, hey, we took away that uh, young people and old people are terrible at everything related to customer service. They are, but young people did turn us on to the greatest thing ever, and that is... Tide Pods, bringing it back around. You oh. know, I think, I think I'm hungry for another Tide Pod. I could go for, you know, I don't know if I could do a full Tide Pod, but maybe like a Cascade. What about a Tide Pod Teeny? I'll mix one up right now. You, my friend, are taking it to another oh, level. Yeah, no. It is about that time. Hold on, here it comes. Mm. That is bubbly. That, that sounded nice. It's good. And, uh, you know, we are signing off, so it is time to uh, wet that whistle. Uh, are you having a sip on anything tonight? Uh, you know me. Jameson Castmates is a large 
spiritual, spiritual <laughs> contributor to my show. So yes, very nice, very nice. Uh, I will see how the roads of Lyft lead tonight to see if I get home at a decent hour, and I then will have a fine Cazadores on the rocks. Mm, delicious mm, tequila for all you people who don't know Cazadores. So. Uh, let's see here. I want to thank you, Lane, for being the first guest on my podcast. You want to thank me in advance for being the second guest, or should we just let it stop thanking each other after a while? Well, you know, I do have some other potentials lined up. Um, uh, Boss Babe Philosophy, uh, Megs, uh, Graham, go ahead and call in. You guys, we got content, we got quality. Uh, let's do this. Give me a call. Let's get together, fam. Uh, don't forget uh, to go over. You've heard them here first, and you can continue to listen at Radio Free Rat Race. Radio Free Rat Race. Ah, love it. He's bringing the heat, my friends. So please check that out. And uh, I just, uh, well, on behalf of my guest, and I, this is your boy, Joey Joe, saying thank you for listening and keep moving forward. Later.